0: I, this is our 24th episode. Uh, we did have a little a bit of a break, but you know, life happens. But got some more uh, content. I think this will be a good episode. But uh, news that happened about a week and a half ago, like right after we basically finished our last episode, Patrick Mahomes just gets a half a billion dollar contract.
1: So uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Uh, I think, you know, it's very well deserved for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, best player in the league mm-hmm. by far. Uh, and they they actually also they also paid Chris Jones somehow. So good for the Chiefs. Uh, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how it plays out in future years because before they paid Mahomes, they were already projected to be in cap hell for future years.
2: Uh, so I, I don't yeah. know how
1: they're gonna pull it off. Are they gonna be mediocre besides Mahomes yeah. for the rest of his contract, or are they gonna find ways to just continue to draft rookies and trade? pieces away but good for Mahomes. he's basically set for life uh and uh-huh. yeah. we'll see how it turns out
3: yeah yeah it's obvious that the Chiefs wanted to secure their franchise player with Patrick Mahomes I mean he's won them the Super Bowl I think they want him to take him back to the promised land this year and for years to come uh like Jed said the uh it, it's gonna be a cap space nightmare I don't think they're gonna have much cap space if any left um might have to let some of the star players go this season. Um, but I think that by signing Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs are kind of, uh, they're in it for the uh, the short-term success, not mm-hmm. for uh, the Chiefs organization to have cap space and room to work with for years to come. I think Andy Reid uh, is just trying to win as much as he can and uh, make the best out of the Chiefs while they still still have the, the power.
0: Yeah, so obviously, you know, the salary cap's going to become an issue, but, my thing with this is they're basically paying for at least two Super Bowls here, like, in my opinion. He's making half a okay, billion okay. dollars. That's fair. He has to deliver Super Bowls. If he gets even one Super Bowl, I still don't think that's enough. He he needs, like, at least two, Ooh. three Super Bowls. I mean, you have a 10-year contract. He's going to be about, like, 34 years of age when yeah. this ends. So he'll still be playing pretty solid at 34, in my opinion.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> But my thing is, I think this is a bit too quick to just – hand him out this much based on what he's done now. I know he has all of the records, but if you take a look at this mm-hmm. playoff run, I mean, the Niners mm-hmm. kind of choked the Super Bowl. You know, we're not going to lie about that. And then <laughs> yeah. uh, he didn't even play that good in the Super Bowl. Had two picks, I believe. Had that one punt return yeah. pass to Tyree Kill. That's kind of just like a 50-50 ball. Um, that kind of won them the mm-hmm. game. And then they're down 21-0 to the Texans. I mean, like, obviously he came back, but at the end of the day, you're in the divisional round. You come down 21-0 to the Texans. Uh, This is obviously, like, a thing, you know, like, someone was going to pay him, but I really don't know what they're going to do with the salary cap because their defense has mm-hmm. been awful every single yeah. year. And then you just take Chris Jones. That pretty much seals away any new defensive additions you're going to get.
2: Exactly, um, yeah.
0: You know, Meikle Hardman, um, he's going to need a contract soon. Or he's still on, like, a rookie, mm-hmm. but he'll be on that. Uh, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, you know, those guys are other star players, so it'll be interesting to see – Um how that pans out. But
1: next uh, up, something I forgot to to mention. Actually, I might've mentioned it, but I think now in the future, it's literally just going to be Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, and a bunch of players on their rookie deals. I think that's how they're going to have to play it out. Because Mm -hmm. I I don't, I'm not sure how many people they're going to be able to afford. I think Kelsey will be gone after his contract. Hill will be gone. Uh, You know, so they're just going to have to continue. I I think Kelsey
0: might take a discount. Kelsey seems to like Mahomes a lot for some reason. I mean, obviously, like, I would like
3: Mahomes a lot, too, but anyway.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, wait,
3: <laughs> let me actually chime in here, too. I think <laughs> I think that this deal, I mean, 10 years is a bit lengthy. I, I'm i not sure if he's going to be able to opt out. Uh, I don't know the terms and conditions. I think the exact, there is an like, opt-out uh,
0: like, five years. Yeah, but,
3: yeah, like, I think that Patrick Mahomes kind of signed away a little bit of his freedom. <laughs> I mean, 10 years is pretty lengthy, but for that amount of money, it, it does make sense. But, yeah, the Chiefs organization, the the future is kind of uncertain.
0: Yeah, another, another thing, too, now that I think about it, is, like, what if he, you know, Mahomes, uh, depends on these next couple seasons go, he's going to realize, you know, I could possibly go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. And then five years <laughs> into this contract, he just gets stuck with an absolute horrible team because of the salary cap. And then there's no opt-out, yeah. and he has to waste five years of his prime career playing with this team. So there is a lot that could go wrong with this contract. That's why I think he needs to get some Super Bowls
1: to uh, justify this type of money, in my opinion. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So uh, moving on, there's been a mess with the Washington <laughs> NFL team, which is what they're going <laughs> by for now. Uh-huh. Um,
3: the Washington so, NFL yeah, team. With,
1: why don't you go, started?
0: All right, so I'm going to take two approaches to here. Um, first, I'm going uh, to talk about this name change idea. So the mm-hmm. name change, you know, I'm, I'm re- I I'm, could see why you want to do it, at, given our point in society at this point. For the name change, I think they should go with uh, the Tuskegee Red Tails.
3: Uh, for those of you <laughs> the red who tail. don't know what this okay. is,
0: this was a all-African-American Air Force like fighter unit. You know, mm-hmm. they get that um, uh, social justice aspect, honor the military. Wow. That's I actually think, really good I think good they idea could uh, get both ways. I didn't come up with this. Obviously, I saw that was like one of the oh. options that they were looking at. So anyway, we're gonna move into more of the front office now. Um, on the field, you know, in terms of football, they've been an absolutely horrible front office. Can't name one good trade they've made, one good deal they've made, one good draft pick.
2: Yeah. And
0: then these allegations, you know, obviously, if they're true, the um, appropriate uh, consequences need to be handed down by Commissioner Goodell. Um, who knows if we'll yeah. do that, though, but uh, that's a whole other question. So it's just really uh, messy times in Washington right now.
1: Um, yeah, so it's a terrible situation. I mean, they're getting excited to rebrand their team, you know, change their name, all that. And then these allegations come out, and, like, if these are true, it's, it's disturbing. Uh, this might, if they're true, this might have turned them into the worst run organization in the NFL. Uh, passing the <laughs> Cleveland Browns, in my opinion. Uh, you know, now Ron Rivera comes as a coach and says he won't let this happen, uh, especially because his daughter is working on the coaching staff. I like so Ron. We'll I see. like Ron. He's telling Yeah, me. he is a player coach. So we'll see how it turns out. We'll see if these are true and if they can change their culture. Um,
3: yeah, the Redskins name change, I think it's been long overdue, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really outdated name. Uh, I, I think that they changed it. Uh, I think in light of uh, the recent issues mm-hmm, yeah. uh, in America, and then they decide they want to be more culturally sensitive. Uh, yeah, I didn't really have any suggestions for the name change. <laughs> I mean, there's still going to be like five Redskins fans that show up in the stadium, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Um, but yeah, the front office is just a mess. I, I Everyone's talking about if the allegations are true. I'm going to be completely honest. I, 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 uh, I'm very certain that those allegations are true. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just kind of undeniable proof out there of the front office doing these kind of uh, dirty deeds. Can't get into detail, obviously. It's a family family, family podcast. Friendly show. But friendly. Uh, yeah, it, it's just disturbing how incompetent the Redskins front office can be. And I mean, the name change was... A step in the right direction, yeah. but all these allegations—that's like seventeen steps back. I don't know what this. Yeah, and then another thing is too,
0: Josh, in terms of on the field football, uh, my boy Kirk Cousins' first cousin—they give him the franchise mm-hmm. tag for like five years in Yeah, a I away. know.
2: It probably close. cost yeah. him like
0: at least a hundred twenty million dollars, like over the past like four years. They were doing that, and he actually is doing pretty good in Minnesota. So uh, shout out to Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone was doubting on him, <laughs> uh. But anyway, we're gonna move on now. Um. So, Get some uh, non sports news in here for you, uh, non sports fans that listen to the show. But, um, the San Jose Unified School District, one of the world renowned top tier school districts in the entire <laughs> world, uh, announced that we will be doing online school, um, from the start of October until October 2nd, and then it will be re evaluated from there. So, what do you guys think about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly kind of expected this. Uh, I can't believe there was the time mm-hmm. where we thought this would only last for three weeks. Uh, I, think yeah. th- I think this means that all fall sports are either canceled or delayed. And also mm-hmm. think that uh, it's not going to be for the first six weeks. I think they're going to extend it to the first semester. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Unless a vaccine comes out before then. But, I mean, it's just it's a mess of a situation. And SJUC really isn't good at uh, dealing with these types of things so uh, we'll mm-hmm. see what happens
0: yeah so my thing yeah uh, i'm gonna oh, go ahead and hit for me personally um i agree with jad here i think this is going to become a whole semester thing because what's going to happen is it's going to go till october and then the teachers union still said that they were not are not going back um mm-hmm. for their reasons obviously mm-hmm. you know i respect that yeah and then the flu season is going to come october and then they're going to be like oh this is going to be an <laughs> exponential factor blah 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 and then by the time the flu season comes around it'll be winter then we'll have like less than a month Mm -hmm. back and they'll be like why would we go back for just a month so i easily should see this going into the second semester um we've actually been listening to some of their zoom webex meetings or whatever where they've talked about their plans they have absolutely nothing going Mm -hmm. like um they (laughs) don't know what platform they're using for zoom what the grading policy is going to be how they're going to kill attendance the meal plans for the kids who need it like They've still got a lot to figure out, and they honestly don't have that much time. But I mean, this is pretty typical behavior for SJUSD. So, Drew, what do you got for this? Yeah.
3: SJUSD. <laughs> um, I'm just. I am just surprised at the level of incompetence that goes on. Mm-hmm. I, I know I've used incompetence too much in this podcast, uh, but I have to. It just perfectly describes yeah. how. Uh, there are a lot of other non-politically correct terms that I can use that I will not use. So I'm trying to refrain from those, but uh, I will stick with incompetent Uh, SGUSD just doing a horrible job of managing the school district. They had this thing where it was like you get to choose if you do online or in school. That's one of the stupidest ideas (laughs) I've ever heard. A five-year-old could make that idea and someone would tell him that's a stupid idea. That's how stupid the idea is. I mean, and then the teachers' union actually was like, I, I don't want to get corona. I, there are a lot of older teachers at Leland uh, kind of at high risk there. Don't And uh, schools are completely high risk because you've got so many uh, people congregating in one place in a classroom for six-plus like, hours a day. I'm not trying to
0: go sit at school for seven hours and then die of inhaling my own carbon dioxide, <laughs> having a mask the whole mm-hmm. day.
3: Yeah, and then uh, – another i'm i'm super glad that the teachers union stood up and was like yeah no we're not going back but i can see this i know that it will definitely (laughs) extend for the first semester like that's just a given (laughs) uh second semester i can see it really just depends on the vaccine yeah uh, America and all around the world is in shambles right uh, now so it just depends i've been following this vaccine
0: i think uh like the earliest like if it were to go through all of the proper like trials that uh uh mm-hmm. FDA administrated vaccine would need to like the earliest mm-hmm. it would be is like May 2021. Wow. But yeah. uh anyway, uh, another discussion here that I want to bring into this is do you think this is going to be a bunch of like free A's like are the classes going to be super easy or do you think the teachers are just going to loaf it and then we'll have to learn it all on our own and the classes will be really hard? What do you guys think that's going to happen? Uh, Cuz we're going to do real grades this
1: semester. It's not going to be pass fail like last. I think it's I think it's mm-hmm. going to be both. I think you have to teach yourself i don't i don't think the teachers are going to be prepared to teach you online but at the same time i still think it's going to be an easy a because like no one's watching you you have all the time in the world to do these assignments i mean obviously there's going to be a lot of distractions and not a lot of motivation but i think you're gonna have to teach yourself but it's also going to be way easier than uh just normal classes
0: yeah i'm really excited about that you know i'm taking high load of uh honors ap classes get a Nice GPA though. That, that would be pretty good if that happens. What do you think, Drew?
3: Yeah, I uh that was a great question, Dylan. Uh <laughs> to answer that question, it was uh for me I'm I'm taking a couple A P courses. Uh I think that the classes themselves are gonna be easier in terms of the workload and the content because you you're not gonna go into depth as you would if you were actually in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I think that for the AP exams, uh, I think that those are just going to be absolutely uh, yeah mayhem. What's a politically correct word? Uh, Yeah, mayhem (laughs) is a great word. Uh, It's going to be absolute pandemonium. Uh, I I think that the scores are going to be just down and literally everything. I mean, uh, the teachers are not going to be able to adequately prepare you for them. And in terms of the course load, I don't think it's going to be a whole lot, but I think in terms of the difficulty of the class then you're just going to be giving up uh how much content you're going to be learning so I think that this is just going to affect like the new generation of like uh kids like with education like of course high schoolers like us but of course like elementary schoolers who are Mm -hmm. growing up in different circumstances who aren't able to learn as much as they could be so it's just a messy time but I mean, everyone around the world is doing it, so it's not unfair towards any one group of people. Uh, it's kind of everyone's being impacted yeah, by this. And then so, my thing yeah. with
2: sports,
0: I think all sports that take place in the first semester, yeah. they're going to have to go. Um, I've heard rumors that uh, they might do, like, a two-month sports season in second semester where they, like, only play regular season games and then, like, low number of practices and stuff. That'll mm-hmm. be – I guess we'll mm-hmm. just have to wait to see, but my guess would be, like, no sports – Um, football basketball high contact sports I really just don't see that happening
3: let me uh let me raise another point too uh the the, this was actually the uh last year was the highest number of clubs that were created Mm. and
2: Mm -hmm. everything
3: at Leland and as a uh founder of a club myself (laughs) I think that the entire club organization is just going to have to shut down just because I don't think kids are even going to be at school and if the teachers aren't getting their stuff together and uh making these lessons, like they're definitely not going to have clubs where people are trying to organize stuff. Uh-huh. I think that a lot of extracurriculars are just going to be kind of canceled, pro- postponed, something different is going to happen. I think for sports though, I don't think if we're not going to go back to school, like in person, then we're definitely not going to have sports. Yeah. I, I don't think any fall or winter sports are going to happen. Unfortunately, spring, highly doubtful. Uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, dude. It's a scary time.
0: All right. So uh, next up, uh, my boy, Drizzy, Drake, Champagne, Poppy, has released oh, two new songs. Um, Drew, the music guy, we'll save him for last. I, Jad's a bit of a music guy, too. Sure? But, uh, Jad, how about you say something here?
1: Okay, so uh, I'm going to start off with Popstar. Uh, it's an all right mm-hmm. song. Nothing too special. Not bad by any means. Uh, you know, it's it's an average song, in my opinion. But Grease, that's that's what I have a problem with. Uh, he's singing, <laughs> but it's not it's not like the way he usually sings. He's trying to make it, like, a vibey song, but it's just too much, in my opinion. He's uh, mm-hmm. Me and Rev uh, both agreed he's trying to be, like, The Weeknd. Um, and yeah. it's just, it's not his style. It's not what I listen to Drake for. Uh, stick to what's mm-hmm. working. I mean, I get it. I get he's trying new things, but I think it's kind of too late in his career to do that. I think he should, you yeah. know, stick to uh, the way he usually raps. And, I mean, his singing songs, some of them are good, but this one was just... <laughs> this one was awkward, All in my
0: opinion. So, for me... If you're looking for, um, criti- I'm a big Drake fan, you know, I'm defended him on the show, but uh, I'm going to say, obviously, you know, this is not one of Drake's best songs by any measures. Um, mm-hmm. He's not really, he's kind of just going along with DJ Khaled. He, it is, like Jad saying, a vibey song, not like a lyrical song, not like the sound's absolutely incredible. It kind of just sounds the same like, throughout the entirety of the song, but this is a great showcase of Drake's versatility. I've said it time and time again. Most versatile rapper in the game. Uh, it's just another oh, demonstration of that. It's not. It's like a flow vibe. Um, it's just not super good. I'm not making the playlist, but I think you can't <laughs> criticize Jake for doing this because he's kind of just making a song. Yeah, with DJ it takes a lot Khaled. of skill to
3: copy the weekend. <laughs> just
0: making songs, with DJ Khaled. All the haters are gonna come in like, oh, he's old school. Blah blah blah. But um, I, there's nothing you can do at this point. I mean, you're either with Drake
3: or you're against him, baby. <laughs> um okay so let's start off with uh just a general nitpick I hate DJ Khaled I really despise the guy he has an absolutely humongous ego (laughs) uh if you see his interview with uh Sean Evans on Hot Ones it's the the wing show Mm -hmm. DJ Khaled eats the first wing then just starts trashing on Sean and talking about how he's the greatest and Sean Evans is one of the greatest interviewers uh and Hot Ones is a great show, and he starts getting pissed off at DJ Khaled. That's how annoying he is, and Sean never gets mad. But uh yeah, just I despise DJ Khaled. He listed himself as the main artist. He yeah. said DJ Khaled featuring yeah. Drake, he which that. is ridiculous.
2: Oh yeah, this he doesn't is
3: another point I, I wanna bring in
0: just real quick, pardon the interruption. Um this is just another Go feature ahead. where Drake just comes in, absolutely saves his day. <laughs> There's been dozens of examples of this It's not a feature, it's just Drake's song. But it, says, a it says featuring Drake, so I'm just going to go off based on that. There's been numerous songs throughout Drake's career where it says <laughs> featuring Drake, and you only listen to the
3: song for Drake. I um, mean, just another example of how go-to Drake is, but anyway, continue on. Without Drake, this is not a song, this is a beat. Yep. Um, but, okay, yeah, let, let's take, let's, let me actually get to the point here. Instead of beating around the bush, uh, let's start with Popstar. I enjoyed Popstar more out of the two, but that's not to say that Popstar is a great song by any means. The beat is honestly all right. Uh, The beat drop was pretty cool. Uh, Drake, uh, he he had a nice flow that paired well with the beat. Oh, God, I can't talk. Lyrical uh, content-wise, this was not a great Drake track. And uh, it's not a song that I would regularly put on. It's not too bad, but after a couple listens, kind of you don't want to listen to it anymore yeah. <laughs> but Greece, Greece, this is a leak that everyone really loved from drake's instagram live i personally i did not like the leak from the first time i heard it i thought he was doing some weird like french kind of thing and uh yeah he completely stole the weekend's kind of flow uh and the weekend does it so much better than him so there's no point in drake trying to do this uh Drake, Grease is terrible. It sounded like he recorded it on the iPhone, like, record voice memos app and then sent it to DJ Khaled. He uh, might have done it, honestly. terrible. <laughs> I think he did because this sounds exactly like this. No, I'm not from putting in effort Live. for uh,
0: DJ Khaled if I'm Drake, man.
3: Yeah, and DJ Khaled, it's just uh, – I don't think he even tried. And I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think I've ever seen DJ Khaled do anything other than shout <laughs> – and then bop his head in the studio. I don't think he <laughs> even makes the beats. I think he has a team yeah, of people that right, work exactly. for him. And he's just this loudmouth guy who gets he, paid like because the he's like an egotistical. Of...
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, so.
3: Yeah, but not a fan. We're going to
0: move on to our top five. Uh, we did do an Instagram poll. Uh, if you guys like a one top five or two top three better. It was basically 50-50, so we'll try to alternate every other show. But today is going to be a mm-hmm. top five, and it's going to be our top five favorite NFL players. This was a very very tough list for me. Um, I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I'm gonna mm. start uh, with Jada's number five spot. So let's get started. All
1: right. So at number five, I got Matt Ryan. Now, he's not the flashiest quarterback by any means. Oh okay. okay. But uh, he was my he was my fantasy quarterback a couple years ago, and I, and I fell in love with his game. He's he's always been underrated. Um, he's kind of washed up now. Like I'm not gonna lie, but his MVP season a couple years ago when they choked the Super Bowl, he was so fun to watch, and he's not the you know, quarterback that, like, escapes the pocket and, and you know, runs right. and jukes people. But he's, you know, he's yeah. always accurate. He finds the right holes. Him, Julio Connection, one of the greatest duos in the league to this day. Yeah.
2: And uh,
1: he's my number that's five. That's a
0: great point. You know, he's kind of just a guy that's just throwing lasers in the pocket and never really gets credit for it. You know, mm-hmm. Julio, great connection. That's a good number five spot for me. Uh, my number five spot is going to be Kyler Murray. This guy was my fantasy quarterback mm-hmm. last year. He was the fifth highest ranked quarterback. Um, everyone should predict. <clears throat> lots of people are predicting he's going to have a breakout season this year. I am right on you board with on that. Uh, I started that bandwagon, not going to lie, but a couple no. a couple other people in the media. Uh, I am actually invested. I'm going to invest in some of his. Yeah, you
2: work with I am him.
0: going to invest in some of his sports cards if there's news that the NFL season will um, play out, obviously. But I just love this guy's game. He has a super underrated arm strength because he's such a little guy. Then, obviously, you know, his speed is elusiveness in the pocket. He's He can run, but he's not a run-first run, run for quarterback. And then, obviously, you know, I'm super emotionally attached to my fantasy players, and this guy was my fantasy quarterback <laughs> last year. We got a solid third-place finish, so Kyler, we my number five spot.
3: At my number five spot, it's funny that uh, Jad said Matt Ryan because my number five is actually Julio Jones' his mm. counterpart. <laughs> Julio Jones, I think <laughs> – Unfortunately, I think he's going to be one of those great wide receivers that legacy gets a little bit tarnished because he never won a ring. Mm-hmm. I don't see him winning a Super Bowl yeah. ring. I'm sorry, Julio. <laughs> uh, but he's just super talented. He gives it his all. Uh, there are a lot of reasons that the Falcons uh, choked in the Super Bowl, but he was certainly not one of them. Mm-hmm. He had one of the best like, yeah, Super Bowl performances yeah. in that same game. Made catch. made unreal catches. He still makes unreal catches. I think he's... One of, if not the most talented wide receiver in the I NFL, he he. There was he a he can put up numbers. Uh, there was
0: a clip last year. Um, Larry Fitzgerald told Kyler Murray that he thinks Julio is the mm-hmm. best receiver in the game right now. Um, that's debatable, mm-hmm. but we can have that debate another time. But it just shows Julio is one of those alpha guys that's in the NFL as of right yeah. now.
3: Yeah, you got to respect it if Larry
1: Legendary said mm-hmm. it. All right, so uh, at my number four position. Uh, I have another guy who's, you know, been great, but has kind of fallen off a little bit, and that's Patrick Peterson. Uh, Ever since he took his – he got suspended for four games for PEDs. I lost a little respect for him. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, this guy, I love his game. He's a great – he's always been a great corner. Uh, And another thing I like about him is his punt returning skills. He's one of the greatest punt returners of all time, super fast Mm -hmm. and shifty. And as a corner, that's hard to do. He's great at Mm -hmm. keeping up with receivers when he's covering them. There's not many receivers in the league that's faster than him. And uh, he's one of the most electrifying corners that I've seen in the league. So yeah, he's mean, also cool.
0: got a really nice football name, Patrick Peterson, P.P. It's just, it's just <laughs> solid to recognize. But my number four is going to be a guy that I've defended to the death of this show. Um, that oh gets a lot of unfair criticism.
2: Jeez. And that's
0: going to be Mr. Baker Mayfield. So, oh, Baker God. Mayfield, um, I was with Skip Bayless on this. We predicted this. Rookie season, we um we said he would make the playoffs. He would have made the playoffs um if they let him start, uh, but
2: they got four games in Tyrod. Uh-huh. <laughs> back to the uh, argument again. That's just a long
0: debate we've had. Um, I've gotten blocked from Drew and I message debates on this guy, but it's it's just <laughs> Baker Mayfield's my guy. I'm stuck with him. I'm sticking with him again. Um, no one's talking about him for a breakout contender this season. I really don't know why. I mean, he's got Chubba Chubba Choo Choo. He's got Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. Juice Jarvis Landry. Chubba Chubba I love this guy's <laughs> game. Um, I like his line of – there's a fine line between cockiness and uh, confidence. Sometimes he can't get over the line, but everyone unfairly criticized him, you know, in that game where he grabbed <clears> his <throat> um crotch against Kansas State. They didn't shake his <laughs> hand at the beginning, so, you know, that gets him amped up. And then everyone's like, oh, Richard Sherman didn't shake his <laughs> hand. No, it's because – Baker Richard Sherman um, didn't shake Baker Mayfield's hand. Then there's just a whole nother beef there. I really like this guy's game. He's just super electrifying, and I just love those type of guys. So, Baker Mayfield, number four.
3: Uh, at my number four, uh, mm-hmm. I have a guy that we actually just talked about. Uh, actually, a quick disclaimer. I meant to say this after, uh, before my number five pick, but uh, as you guys know, I'm a big Seahawks fan, and I would have put oh. all five Seahawks players on this list, but I limited myself to just one uh, and Jed, also a huge Raiders fan yeah. and he only put one Raiders player mm-hmm. on his list so we're just trying to keep it fair but uh, yeah my number 4 guy that we just talked about Patrick Mahomes this guy has a great arm he's a great quarterback amazing talent uh it's it's really uh, it's really fun to watch him play i personally i like watching him play more than i do Lamar Jackson just because i feel like Patrick Mahomes has more of a pocket presence than Lamar uh uh I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes, like, he, he can throw the ball anywhere. He finds the right spots. Uh, he's got, like, insane highlights, like no-look passes. Uh, he can run, which I think is a little bit uh, an underrated yeah. quality uh, of him. And he's a, he's a great quarterback. Uh, so, I just like watching him play, and he's my number four. All right. Drew, All right. Number so, three.
1: Uh, My number three, I got Keenan Allen, uh, one of the oh, best like it, runners in like the it. league. So I'm underrated. I mean – yeah. he's obviously, he's regressed a little bit because he's torn his ACL. He's, you know, got a couple entries. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. His quarterback has been a washed up Philip Rivers for the most part of his career. And I mean, once he gets, hopefully Herbert can be a good NFL quarterback. I think Keenan Allen will succeed. I think he's arguably a top five receiver.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I love his route, route running. running yeah. I model
1: my route running after uh-huh. him. And uh, honestly, I don't usually speak highly of a division rival, but Hopefully one day he could come to the Raiders. I mean, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would instantly become probably my favorite player in the league. But for now, he's number all
0: right, three. my number three. Um, I'm glad to see Jad got some defensive representation because my number three is going to be a defensive guy. That's going to be Big Boy Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey. Um, he's obviously really? he's not the okay. same that he was. Um, on Jacksonville, Saxonville. he's regressed a little bit. Um, on the Rams, he's still an elite cornerback, but not the same guy. I love, I just love this corner. This guy is just a man-press corner. Was the best man-press corner in the game. Um, When we play football, I've modeled my technique after him. You know, Jad, Jalen Ramsey, (laughs) Dylan, Jalen Ramsey. Um, I just love this guy. He's gotten so many games where he's just, every single game in his prime, he just locks down the other team's WR1, shadows them the entire way. And he's a trash talker, which I do like. That's going to be a common theme here on my list. You know, Baker Mayfield. Um, And now we got Jalen Ramsey. I really like Jalen Ramsey's mindset. Um, The mentality is something Mm -hmm. that he needs if you're going to be on an island with the WR1 the whole game. And that's what Jalen Ramsey is. So I just respect Jalen Ramsey for
2: that. Uh,
3: Speaking of defense, uh, I cheated a little. I know I said I didn't have Seahawks players. Uh, This guy's a former Seahawk, the loudmouth Richard Sherman. (laughs) I mean, this guy's a cornerstone (laughs) of the Legion of Boom. And I had to put him on my list just because I couldn't put any other Seahawks players Probably on my list. Probably would be on
0: my top 5 most hated NFL
3: players. <laughs> we well, already did this that. Guy, this guy this guy talks a lot of trash. I mean, in his on the later stages of his career on the 49ers, everyone's like, "Oh, he's his yep. own quarterback, cornerback." Uh, he he relies on the defensive scheme to kind of get his uh his, his way. Uh the infamous Crabtree rant. I mean, the guy – at first, I didn't like him either. But then, just because of how talented he was on our team, uh, I, I, I respect, I respect Seahawks
0: uh, Richard Sherman. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
3: of course. I respect Seahawks Richard Sherman. 49 is Richard Sherman.
1: He's dead to me. Uh, yeah, no wonder he lost the Super Bowl. Yep. Okay, so uh, my number two, I got Cooper Cup, And now this is who I model my game after. Uh, you know, he's a short slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Great route running. Great hands. Uh, Dylan knows that I'm trying to be like him, you know, get my legs to become stronger and all that. But, uh, you know, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. I think uh, if he didn't have Jared Goff throw- – actually, even with Jared Goff throwing to him, he, he succeeded he year. And with pretty, uh, three, pretty
0: uh, solid wide receivers and Brandon Cooks and Robert Exactly. Him,
1: yeah. Had over a 1,000 yards and uh, double-digit touchdowns. That's hard to do with Woods and uh, Brandon Cooks. But – um. So yeah, I, I
0: love him. I had him
1: on your fantasy team
0: Andrew's last year. Two? Oh yeah, that's right, my number two, um I know you guys might be surprised he's not my number one, but that's gonna be Mr. CMC, Mr. Christian McCaffrey.
2: The Ooh, definition okay, of my fantasy okay.
0: football team last year. Um I've been nailing my number one picks every single year. Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, I go Christian McCaffrey, and it's just changed my life. I mean Christian McCaffrey never got the respect that he deserved. Everyone said he couldn't run between the tackles. Everyone said he's just a third down pass catcher. He had.
1: Everyone said he's, everyone too, said white. he's too white. Yeah, I'm really honest. I think it's because he's white. And, <laughs> and
0: he just comes in. He stiff arms people. He jumps over people. He trucks people. He jukes them out. He spins them out. I just love his consistency. <laughs> he's just an absolute tank. Um, he has great promos on Instagram if you follow him. I just love Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> um, I am going to buy some Christian McCaffrey sports cards once uh, his prices come down a bit because you know everyone loves Christian McCaffrey now. Um, including me, but Christian McCaffrey, number two, man, CMC, best running back in the game, well-deserving of that Madden 99 club, which we will be talking about later.
3: Um, at my number two, I went with uh, a, a quarterback. Uh, now this guy, I think he's a legend, and I put him in my top five quarterbacks of all time list, and that is Drew Brees. I mean, the guy you may argue nice that he's not the best arm strength. Nice guy, Drew. Mm-hmm. Nice guy, he Drew. You might not have the best arm strength. He might cause a lot of controversy off the field, uh, <laughs> the one time, <laughs> but he's just a great guy that really uh, he he gives back to the community a lot. And he doesn't he, make uh, a big Super deal Bowl. out
0: of it. You know, there's those guys where it's like, yeah. oh, I donated a million. Drew Brees doesn't really say that. Kind of just lets it go unnoticed.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's quietly becoming one. Uh, an NFL legend. I mean, that's he, a he's got point, a Super yeah. Bowl to his name. Uh, and I think a lot of people mm-hmm. underrate him in the grand scheme of things. I mean, most passing yards all time, that's that's no true. easy accomplishment. He's a great <laughs> passer. Uh, he, he has really good accuracy. Uh, although, yeah, like everyone says, he doesn't have the best arm strength, but when you throw the ball like he does, you don't really need it. Uh, he's at my number two. All
1: right, so my number one, here's my one Raider player and None other than Josh I Jacobs, I mean the future of the Raiders. Hopefully, he's uh, listening. You know, definitely a top ten running back in the league after his first year. Uh, Raiders usually never hit on those type of picks, uh, so I'm really glad we did that. And he's, <laughs> we've had a couple of conversations on Snapchat where he's gotten mad at me. Uh, you know, he always leaves me on open. And he just recently reposted me on his Instagram story. Uh-huh. So, I mean, really humble guy. Kind of has no life, it seems like. But <laughs> oh <my> um, <laughs> besides the off-the-field stuff, on the field, uh, he could really become a top-five running back yeah. in the future. Um, he's 7 or 8 for me right now. But it's just so awesome to see the Raiders finally draft a guy who's humble, who's ready to work, who's already this good after his first year. So, I, my
0: number one, probably the most hated player of all time. I love people that people hate. It's going to be Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. I mean, there's not much you can say about
3: Whoa, it. you went with the full name? Jeez. Thomas Edward Patrick
0: Brady is hands down.
3: Josh Allen didn't make your list? Yeah, he
0: was actually I, – I wrote down like six, seven. It, it was between Baker, Kyler, and Josh for the 4, 5, and 6 oh, spot. It was I see, tough I cut, see. but Jalen is probably my number 6. But anyway, number one, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. Not much you can say about this guy. Just simply being the greatest quarterback of all time. You have to respect his numerous comebacks. He's the definition of clutch. Mm-hmm. What he's been able to do with so little athletic genes in his body is absolutely amazing. I love his high IQ. I love people that have respect for the game. They just learn how to play it the mm-hmm. right way. Um, they use their uh, skill and mind when they don't have the body. That's what Tom Brady does, and he's the greatest quarterback of all time. My p- favorite player. Yeah, is I think.
3: Patrick Brady. Yeah, I think a lot of people just. I mean, a lot of people don't like him. Uh. I don't dislike him because uh, I I just have a little bit of a grudge towards him after that ill-fated Super Bowl against my team. But at my number one, this is an easy pick for me. I have his poster on my wall. That's Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. This guy is what got me into the NFL. When I saw him absolutely demolish Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, you could argue that the defense was a real MVP of that game, which is true. But how short the guy was and how he was the the shortest uh, Super Bowl MVP uh, (laughs) – Really, it really got to me because in fourth grade I was, uh, I was no tall guy, and I'm still not a tall guy. But that's what originally got me uh, hooked onto Russell Wilson. I started becoming a Seahawks fan. Of course, I've bandwagon, but
0: fourth I mean, grade doesn't really matter. Can you really? Bl-
3: yeah, can you really blame me? It's fourth grade. They just won the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, this is the first NFL jersey I've ever gotten. Uh, is his jersey? It's uh, actually it's one of those. Uh, it's the, one of those knockoffs from China. My dad got it for like <laughs> a dollar. Uh, just before the Super Bowl. But, yeah, I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan. He's uh, he's a good guy on and off the field. He's a leader. He single-handedly carries the Seahawks literally every year. Yep. Uh, he's a great player. I, I think he should have won MVP. But, I mean, that's just me. No one really cares. Uh, but, yeah, right, I love now Russell Now we're going to
0: get back into some NBA talk. Um, players have been just leaving this bubble. Uh, you know, you got guys like yeah. Richard Holmes just trying to pick up his DoorDash Uber Eats. And he has to quarantine for 14 days. You've got guys like Zion leaving for family emergencies. What do you guys think about this?
1: Uh, Honest, like, uh, they need to stop. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. family emergencies, I understand. But, you know, getting delivery food, are you kidding me? The NBA is trying their hardest to keep you safe in a closed bubble. Mm -hmm. And they can't do that if you're breaking the rules. I mean, do you want basketball or not? It's that simple. Follow the Mm -hmm. rules. Follow the protocol. You can play. But if you're just going to keep breaking the rules, I mean – uh, they're doing this for a reason. It's not like they're just holding you captive in, like, a prison. Mm-hmm. They're doing this so we could, you know, keep the sports running, keep do all this. But if you're going to break the rules, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, so my thing with this, I'm going to take a bit of an opposite approach here. You know, Richard Holmes obviously mm. just had a little mental collapse. I mean, we've all had our moments. <laughs> but the Kings aren't going anywhere anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But this is absolute overkill. I mean, he has to quarantine 14 days. For going like five yeah, feet off the shit. campus to pick up some DoorDash, um, it's just mm-hmm. overkill. I mean, I know the players agreed to it. I know they want basketball, but imagine if Giannis, mm-hmm. um, just tries to pick up, um, some DoorDash, and then he has to quarantine mm-hmm. for fourteen days in the Western, in the Eastern Conference Finals, or something like that. He can't <laughs> practice with mm-hmm. the team. Um, it's just kind of ridiculous. I understand the whole precaution, but they're all in a bubble. None of them at the moment have coronavirus, as far as we know. I mean, obviously, Westbrook Harden, mm-hmm. um, they had they passed mm-hmm. their test, you know, like two times to get back into the bubble. So I just think it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. the 14-day quarantine. But family emergencies, you know, mm-hmm. I completely understand. Players got to do what you got to do. So.
3: Now, uh, I completely side with Jad here. The NBA players that are going out of the bubble are just absolutely – they're being idiots. Like, that's the only thing I can really say. You've got – Catered meals. I mean, yeah, you can complain about the portions all you want. Just get another portion. It doesn't really matter. You have a lot of money. I know you can afford it. They've got movie theaters in there. They've got entertainment. They can play basketball. Hey, isn't that what you want to do in the first place? They've got the entire Disneyland open to them. Uh, All the attractions. They've got to, they can play golf. Uh, They can do all this stuff, but they want to get out of the bubble. They're complaining. Uh, I actually saw a David Blaine interview uh, recently where he went to, like, the Lakers practice and, like, did, like, magic and stuff. Uh, And Mm -hmm. they have absolutely, like, it's, like, a huge facility. They have ample materials for them to use and have fun with. So if they're really going to complain about being in a bubble amidst the global pandemic, which is nothing like we've seen before, then honestly, you're too stupid to be there.
0: Okay, I like it. Uh, We're going to move on to another side of the bubble, um, the NBA snitch hotline. So my thing with this, um, I just think this is hilarious. Um, I follow lots of Lakers. Pro player guy. (laughs) Pro player guy, that's as well. Most pro player guy in the media. Uh, I follow lots of Lakers Mm -hmm. players on Instagram, and one of them is Dwight Howard. And Dwight Howard actually got told on for not wearing a mask during this um, snitch hotline which I just think is funny. Um, they issued him a warning, so thankfully he didn't get suspended since he is our backup center. Plays better than JaVale on half of the nights, so could be a starter. But I just think um, it's funny right now. I just really hope that this doesn't become a weapon. Um, the only I've yeah. seen, I know we've all seen those memes about the superstars snitching on each other, but I'm just going to ponder this <laughs> thought. Kawhi Leonard is a legitimate threat with this NBA snitch hotline, I mean, this man is has some devil in him. I'm not going to lie. He faked an, a knee injury that keeps you out for two weeks for an entire season and refused to play just to get out of San Antonio, which is one of the best-run organizations in the NBA, if not the best. So I could see him using yeah, I mean, it, um, take out LeBron and AD. <laughs> it's just another thing LeBron's going to have to overcome. He's got to keep his mask on tight, social distance, all of that. Um, Kawhi Leonard's mm-hmm. a legitimate threat. But right now, it's just a joke, in my
1: opinion. Uh, Honestly, I like the players snitching oh because it's for their own benefit. I mean, yeah. stop breaking the rules if you don't want to get snitched on, you know. If you want to play, in this case, snitching is the right thing to do. Obviously, not on little things. Like, I heard someone told on Jimmy Butler for bouncing the basketball in his room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> nonsense. Like, who cares? About I would that actually player,
0: people... be more angry if someone was bouncing a ball in the room above me than they were not wearing a mask. That's like just me personally?
2: Yeah, really? like if I'm just because playing some—not like during now. If I'm playing some now. Call
0: of Duty, or if I'm like eating my dinner, or I'm trying to fall asleep, and then Jimmy's just pounding his basketball, doing some two-ball warm-up <laughs> drill. I'm gonna get pretty pissed off.
3: This is me. Anyway,
1: um, so I, yeah, yeah, go ahead, No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. sorry.
2: <laughs> um,
3: yeah, like I said again, like if you, <clears> I, I think that if you're not going to enforce social distancing, then uh, you have to just uh, pull your head out of your rear end and uh, really just wake up because the rules are in place for a reason. And if you're not going to respect them, then you have no right being there. This is purely so that you can get paid and you can try and win the championship. And if you're just going to treat it like it's a game uh, and just fool around, then uh, you deserve to get snitched on. Honestly, I think that it's a good idea in concept, but like little things like Jimmy Butler dribbling the ball is like, come on, like you're really going to tell any guy for (laughs) dribbling the ball in his room. He probably did it for like five seconds (laughs) and you can just like knock on his door and tell him you don't have to snitch on him. But like, I think it's a, it's a good idea in concept, but I feel like it's not going to be used like it should be.
0: All right. So next up, we are going to be, uh, doing some would you rather's, I believe, um, the first would mm-hmm. you rather is going to be, would you rather never stand in line ever again? Or would you rather um, have every single traffic light you turn to or come up to be green? Uh, Jad, what do you got for mm-hmm. this
1: one? Uh, for me, I'd rather never have to stand in line again. I mean, mm-hmm. you'd be able to get so many things done faster. You know, you go to Safeway, pick up a bunch of groceries, then get checked out or Costco or something Mm -hmm. you know you you go to the uh amusement park you don't you skip everyone for the Mm -hmm. roller coasters I mean obviously uh green lights has its benefits too I mean yeah you could go place you could go from one place to another really quickly yeah but I just think it's it's more efficient uh if you never have to stay in line
0: yeah I agree with Jad here Mm -hmm. um for me an occasional red light you know it's not really that long you know, I'm chilling in the car, you know, podcast mm-hmm. on, music on, whatever. It's not that big of a deal, but <laughs> lines can become absolutely antagonizing, mentally draining. Um there's just a, a mm-hmm. lot more examples of what you could do if there's no lines, so I'm gonna have to decide with the chat mm-hmm. on this one, no lines for me.
3: Yeah, this is an easy one for me. No lines. Uh I honestly, uh I found a little bit of a loophole, but I feel like I'm cheating where <laughs> if you're waiting in traffic, isn't that technically like you're waiting in a line? Mm. <laughs>
2: That's a good question. So I, I just I kind guess. of thought, a,
3: thought of a loophole around that. Uh, I think that's a bit of cheating. But yeah, I, I would rather, much rather not have to wait like in like an hour line for like an amusement park ride than I would wait like 20 seconds for a red light to change to a green. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so, much, so many more things that you can accomplish without having uh, to wait in line than you would by not having red lights.
0: All right, our next one is uh, I think pretty interesting here. Would you rather go into the future and meet your grandchildren or would you rather go back into the past and meet your ancestors? Uh, Jad, what do you got?
1: Uh, so I'd rather go to the future uh, and meet my great-great-grandchildren because I already know my ancestors' legacy and mm-hmm. all the history behind it. But I want to see what's happening with my uh, grandchildren. I want to see if they're carrying on my legacy and if they're like me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what they're doing in the future. You know yeah, I, mean? I agree
0: with Jad here. I mean... You know, I want to see what type of building block I am to the family name. You know what I mean? Um, ancestors, you know, um, not everyone has a complete total idea, but you can get a pretty solid idea of what they are, what mm-hmm. they did, basically. Um, and the grandchildren, mm-hmm. you don't have any of that knowledge. You know, I want to see if they're going to be forefront on innovation, you know, multi-billionaires. just want to see what they're able to do if they get some of my special mm-hmm. genes, you know.
3: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I think we're all in agreement today on the Would You Rathers, because I also would rather go into the future. Uh, I just want to kind of see uh, what my uh, what my fam- family's uh, kind of l- legacy is. I don't know. I thought that would be kind of interesting okay. uh, in the past. I mean, the past is already done, but the the future is I mean, the future is uh, it, you're not going to really be able to experience it as you would, like, if, like, your grandpa was telling you about, like, his dad, and then you, like, you learn something like that. You don't know at all about how your children (laughs) are going to be, how your great-grandchildren are going to be. And I think it would just be more interesting to find out something you have no idea about Uh than get told the same story and then witness it like you were told the story.
0: Okay, next up, um, my boy, James Harden, someone I've modeled some of my basketball skillset after, has come under fire Mm -hmm. for wearing a mask that um, is associated with some – Far right wing type of stuff, some uh, blue lives matter type of deal. Uh, Drew, Jad, what do you guys think about this?
3: This uh, was weird, dude. I, I, I think I don't think Harden even knew. Like, I looked at the mask, <laughs> and it, it's not like it explicitly says blue lives matter. <laughs> it's just like it's just kind of the American flag in blue, and, black, yeah. and then it just kind of has a and, and just kind of has a skull. Like, it doesn't explicitly say like blue lives matter. I have no idea what blue lives matter is. I, I genuinely don't think that James Harden knew, and I don't think he should get attacked Yeah, I,
0: I agree with Drew here. Um, I don't think Harden knew at the mask man at all. I think he's just like everyone else that like didn't know what this was. He just thought the mask design mm-hmm. was cool. And uh, Some evidence to back this up, Harden has probably been the opposite of a politically involved NBA player. Um, he didn't speak out on the Chinese Communist government about the Hong Kong situation. There are Muslim concentration Mm -hmm. camps. He didn't say anything about the 2016 election. Uh, I I follow him on Instagram. I checked. He only posted once about uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, something you're not really seeing Mm -hmm. with a lot of the star NBA players. So this guy, you know, I respect it. He doesn't really want to get involved in politics. You know, there is a debate for that. Or it's just something, you know, he's an NBA player. He just wants to work on his game. So I think Harden just Mm -hmm. liked the design and ran with it. And then he realized, oh, this is what this mask means. And then he got some fire for it. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, I agree with you guys. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't really care as long as he's wearing a mask. Uh, but and he even said himself he doesn't mean it as a political statement, and I believe him
0: mm-hmm. because
1: if he did mean it as a political statement, wouldn't he want you to know that like that's what he thinks? And, yeah, you know, like because. Why would he go back right when he wore it? I, I think he just wore a mask that covered his face.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and, you know, he, I don't really care about this. It's not a big deal. All right, deal. now we're going to yeah. discuss some uh, Madden oh, ratings, man. electronic
0: art. Get ready so for excited. this one, boys. This is going to be a long segment.
3: <laughs> Do you want me to go last? Uh, yeah, we
0: could get Drew going last here. <laughs> um, I'm going to get started out again. I think mine will be a bit uh, shorter. But I'm just going to cut to the chase. This is their worst performance in years when it comes to ratings. Hands oh down. Oh, yeah. Some of my – I'm going to get one. the one rating that I liked just out of the way with right now, Josh Allen. You know, he's one of my favorite players. They gave him a 99 throw power. I'm surprised they didn't – that was the highest throw power. They oh. didn't give Mahomes a 99 throw power, which I'm fine with. You know, yeah. I think Allen has a stronger arm in, pure, in terms of just pure oh. distance on mm. how far he can throw the ball. Um, If they gave Mahomes the 99 oh. and Allen a 99, I would have been fine. But Allen needs to be equal or greater to Mahomes. So I'm fine with that. Oh but let me God. just get into their worst ratings. Jamal Adams is the third highest rated safety out of 92. And he is clearly the best safety in the game. Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. second or third best quarterback mm-hmm. in the game, is only a 94. Michael Thomas is a mm-hmm. 99, which I could get, you know, a lot of oh. can't guard Mike media folks out there. But I think he's a bit of an overrated player. Um, and now I'm going to get into mm-hmm. a little bit of Christian McCaffrey rant. So Christian McCaffrey, 99 club, <laughs> well-deserved. Um, I'm not going to – Good job, EA, on that one. But only 92 speed, and this guy had, like, dozens of runs where he just blows past the defense. He had that, like, 75-yard rushing touchdown on Jacksonville where he literally hit the hole and ran past their entire defense. I think skin color does have a little bit to do with that. Electronic arts, not sure what the deal is. Um, And then every single year, year in, year out, they give him an absolutely terrible break tackle rating because they think he's just an elusive Mm -hmm. pass catcher. I was the only one. I don't think they watched Carolina games, which I get. You know, he's not a very good team, but he breaks tackles. He runs through the tackles. He hurdles. He does all of this stuff, and then he gets below a seventy break tackle rating every single year. Electronic arts, you got to work <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: on it, baby. When when was the last time Madden did something right? Like I like they keep <laughs> outdoing themselves. It, it was absolutely despicable. So many things wrong with this. As Dylan said, Jamal Adams third best safety when he's clearly the best in the league. Minka Fitzpatrick oh, yeah. wasn't even I a top I 10. for that. That mm-hmm. me
0: as well.
1: Darren Waller's a number 10 tight end and Gronk is a ninety five overall, yeah. which is ridiculous. He didn't play last year. Hasn't yeah, played a push. I didn't season even do years, research on this. Th-
0: I just went off of what I remembered off the top of my head, but could have found a lot more mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing from Jad so far. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean mine's just getting ridiculous. Um uh, Michael Thomas a ninety nine I saw a meme where it was like you know, if they didn't give him 9-9, he was going to cry. So, we just gave him Yeah. Something. I couldn't agree more. I mean, Thomas definitely would have complained. He's overrated. He's still great. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit of a Drew Brees in the, the system and slant routes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Madden just keeps outdoing themselves with how terrible run – these Madden rating adjusters, yeah. they – they're literally five year olds. I don't think they actually watched they the game. They probably I, I think Calvin think Johnson is a free safety. They probably do. Low key. Like yeah. I I can't believe it. No, but it. out of position packs was like them
3: actually yeah. thinking what positions those guys played. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we could do better. I'm yeah, not, not even, even kidding. Easily. Yeah. Okay. i uh, for the big time boy. To man. Go. Um <laughs> so let me start <clears> off. I, I did some research like Jad. Uh just a couple mm-hmm. names because these are from the uh, the top ten players only. I didn't look at every single rating, obviously. Yeah, don't yeah, have. Not gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, but some of the errors that glared out with me at me were uh, Deshaun Watson being given an yeah, eighty-six I overall about that that rating. I forgot about that. Like, rate. what are you? What are you smoking? You're gonna give him below Matt Ryan, who's an yeah. eighty-seven. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Then you give Aaron Rodgers an eighty-nine, like he single-handedly saved the Packers I, last year. I, 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 I like the Aaron
1: Rodgers eighty-nine. Um, I don't think I don't think Brady is better than Rodgers he at this is. point. You'll see. It, You'll not see. at this You'll point. point.
3: Then see. Amari Cooper with a ninety-three overall rating—that is way too high in my opinion. They should definitely. Bump Actually, that down I'm pretty a bit. fine
0: with Amari at 93. I think
1: he could be at 99. Rob
3: level. Gronkowski at a 95. The guy oh has not god. played in the NFL. That's like, if, like, hmm, let me kind of think of a scenario here. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Oh, yeah. It's like if Antonio Brown decided <laughs> to come back to the NFL and they gave him a 99 <laughs> club, that's basically the same thing. Uh, Just ridiculous. Then J.J. Watt given a 98 after he was a 99. Oh, my, even, gosh. Like, really J. J. Oh, my god, J.J. Watt got like one sack last
0: week. <laughs> Incredible.
3: Then Patrick Peterson and Darius Slay being given only an 88 overall rating, Let like what are you the... doing? Uh, Electronic Arts just just killing it this yeah. year with how absolutely <laughs> stupid they are. Uh, I I genuinely like I think that EA is stupider than Ronnie, and that's really saying something because I think Ronnie has the IQ of a tape closer. Ra- EA is just so stupid. It's just obvious that they're just gonna price their game at sixty bucks. Mm-hmm uh and everyone's going to buy it like the sheep that they are because they want updated rosters and the new uniforms and they don't really care about the gameplay then they just run stretch runs all game but then they're going to then EA is going to be like oh shoot we 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 were supposed to fix that last year then they're just going to disable running or something do some like <laughs> pass only game mode it, it's just going to be a repeat of Madden 20 <clears throat> like i think literally what they're going to do they're just going to go in they're going to change the rosters then they use, like, random number picker to pick on <laughs> all the ratings, and then they just upload them. Uh, it, it, just, it, it just baffles me how stupid EA is. And I'm not buying this Madden game unless I see some actual reviews. Because uh, I'm actually going to throw some shade at IGN, which is the, uh, the gaming rating. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They kind of do, like, a gaming rating thing. They usually, some of the games that they do, they're accurate reviews. Like, they'll do, like, the Spider-Man PS4 <laughs> game, give it, like, a 8 or a 9 out of 10, which is well-deserved. Uh, like Red Dead Redemption, but like Madden, they consist Madden Two K. They always give it like an eight, eight point five, and it's clear that EA is giving them a massive check to do that because they're like, oh, the they uh the graphics this year are just insane. They, the the animations are just ridiculous, and I'm like, yeah, they're ridiculously bad. That's what they are. It's just so so just mind-boggling how brain dead and a professional gaming organization can be in developing a game because you've seen so many other great games that came out last year and years before that. Like you've got so many up and coming game, uh, game production companies. And then you just got EA, the money draining service. I I honestly, I really wish that something else comes out. I mean, uh, we just saw the reveal of UFC four, which looks exactly like UFC three. I think honestly, at this point, I just hope that 2k can make a decent NFL game and a decent like boxing game. Because uh, how the Fight Night license got canceled, even though that's one of the best fighting games, they just decided to turn into UFC. Then Madden has just been regressing year in and year out. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be an improvement at all. I think it's just going to be the same game and people are just going to buy it because it's EA.
0: Yeah, so completely agree. Uh, we're going to close into our closing statement. Once again, my favorite segment, <clears throat> love, hate. Um, Jad, start us out, man.
1: All right, so I love that sports are finally coming back. We got MLB on Thursday, NBA in a little less than two weeks, NFL starting up training camp. You know, we've gone along, I think it's four months without it. Uh, Mm -hmm. I just hope it all finishes. There's definitely going to be a few bumps in the road. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we pull through, please. I mean, I've been dying just sitting at home with no sports. Mm -hmm. Uh, This pandemic has, you know, changed the way I lived basically. And Mm -hmm. so hopefully the sports will, you know, give me some of that joy.
0: My Mm -hmm. love-hate is going to be a hate. Um, I've done loves the past oh, few weeks. No. So we're gonna throw in a hate. Decided to go I've negative today. I've gotten into today. some sports card type of deal. You know, buying some sports cards, investing.
3: Oh no, eBay. And
0: my hate is gonna be eBay sweats. So my deal, yep. I'm bidding on this absolutely beautiful autographed Lonzo Ball card, and it's about like 160, mm-hmm. 170. And then there's like 30 seconds mm-hmm. left. I have the winning bid. Two seconds left. Mm-hmm. This absolute man. I think it was LeVar Ball himself comes in and bids $350 <laughs> on the card with a second left. And this is probably one of, if you're talking like Lonzo Ball rookie cards, this is probably like the top deal Lonzo Ball. And he just comes in and buys it. I think it was LeVar Ball himself. The card is in no way, shape, or form worth $350. But he just comes in and swipes it. And I this got absolutely livid at eBay. Um, not, It's not really eBay's fault, but eBay sweats is going to be my favorite today.
3: Yeah, I completely agree with you, Dylan. All the experiences I've had buying products off of eBay, whenever there's a last minute bidding war, it's so bad because the EA servers can't handle so many people. I'm <laughs> so sorry, eBay. <laughs> eBay <laughs> servers can't handle so many people bidding mm-hmm. all at once. Uh, I've lost a few auctions out that way. It's yeah, just, the one auction
0: nuts. that I, one of the auctions I did win was this beautiful Jalen Ramsey card. Um, it ended oh, at three a.m. I think that was the only way I was able to get it. Because, like, I put a bid in at, like, midnight, and I guess I was just the only guy that had it. So,
3: I guess I just got a bid on so, 3 a.m.
0: cards. I don't know what the deal is, but it's just mm-hmm. very tough to do, very tough to do.
3: So, I have a love it and a hate it prepared nice, today. I don't know which nice. one to go with. Wh- which just, one do you guys want to Let's just do hear both, do man. I'm, I'm done. Let's <laughs> do both? Okay. Uh, I'll start out positive, actually, and then we can end on a negative. Nice. Uh, positive, I... Luckily, uh, I, I was taking a, a math course over at Valley Christian for a pre-calc uh, so I could uh, skip ahead, and, and that went well, luckily. But uh, because of that, I wasn't able to do a, what uh, one of my favorite activities, which is watching movies, uh, and now I'm able to get back into that. The first movie I have watched is uh, Mean Street, starring Harvey Keitel and Robert De Niro, directed by Martin Scorsese. It's a classic. I, I love the movie so much. It's so raw, and it's it's really... Uh, a depiction of that kind of a uh, little Italy, New York of the nice. 70s, 60s. Uh, Harvey Keitel and Robert De Niro. Are, yeah, there's I mean, a movie on um, like
0: Apple TV that's like Tom Hanks, some war movie.
3: Uh, Greyhound, it's not very not good. Not very good. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I, do, I, I, I like war movies. Tom
0: Hanks is solid. So I thought I was going to check that out. Oh, soon. you actually want No, I haven't it? checked it out, but I'm saying that I might. Because, you know, I like war movies generally. Tom Hanks is mm-hmm. a good actor, you know. So Cause, I guess it's-
3: Yeah, because one of my buddies, uh, shout out shout out Alex, uh, he said it wasn't very good. And he, he has great movie opinions, so I trust his opinion on that one. Uh, but for the hate it, uh, I'm actually going to go with another marketplace. And that is the <laughs> lovely app, which is Grailed. Grailed, if you don't know, it's a uh, street, w- it's a... Uh, It's a website where you can uh, bid on and sell and buy used Mm -hmm. or brand new streetwear. It's praised for how efficient it is. And I'm going to be completely honest. It's probably uh, some of the best deals you can find on there. And it's probably the most secure, even if it doesn't have the best deals. Uh, it's all done through PayPal and they've actually gone through leaps and bounds to kind of improve their security. It's nothing like it was like, I would, I got scammed out of like a lot of money on grailed and uh, the grailed, like claim system is so trash. So like, I would always just lose all my money. Uh, But then they like, they fixed it with all this PayPal verification, like sellers, you don't even get your money until two days after the item is delivered and the buyer and the buyer like confirms that they got it. Uh, The seller and then vice versa, if the buyer says like they didn't get the package, they try to get their money back, uh, which mm-hmm. happens a lot because uh, PayPal is usually on the side of the buyer. So mm-hmm. then the seller usually gets wronged. But what happens is then the seller also gets uh, to tell their side of the story. They get to provide evidence. I've had some claims filed against me uh, that were basically people trying to scam me, even though the item says delivered, mm-hmm. they're they're claiming they tell me like that they get it but then they submit a claim saying that they never got it. Uh, And then I just like take screenshots and I'm like, no, this guy is basically lying. I get my money. uh, It's good. But let me talk about uh, what I'm trying to get to. I I'm kind of dallying around it and that are the kind of the, the negative IQ people, as I like to call them on (laughs) grail. I call them a different term, but can't call them that during the podcast, but they're, they're just so it's so they're so brain dead. Like, one guy literally has a full-on conversation about life. I, I He he just bid on my shoes, and I told him that they were too low. And then he was like, bro, this is the only money I have. <laughs> uh, this is, I can only afford these shoes for $10, bro. And I was like, no, that's exactly how much it takes me to to pay for shipping. So I'm not going to give you these for free. And then he, was, he, he tells me some huge sob story, and I'm like, bro, I, don't, I really <laughs> don't care. Uh, Then there's uh, other people who are, like, really inactive. Like, I just got texted, hi. And then I was like, hello, are you interested in the item? No response. It's been, like, three weeks. Then there'll be other people who are like, yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Uh, I'll ship it out tomorrow. It'll be, like, a week. And then by then you just get your money back. But Grail, I'd say that they significantly amped up their security, and I respect them for that. But just the people that you counter there, the the negative IQ – Some people are just so, like, brain dead. It's just ridiculous, like, having to deal with people. Like, one guy had a full-on conversation about me about how uh, a shoe that I was selling fit. Like, I literally had to measure the inside of the shoe and send it to him, all for him to tell me he's not going to buy it because he thinks it would be too small. (laughs) It's just people like that just waste your time. It's just annoying, but... It, it is
0: yeah days. so that's going to wrap up our 24th episode we are going to see if we can get a bit of a special episode for our 25th episode we'll post some details Yeah. stay tuned we'll post for some that. details about that later another thing too very important follow us on instagram at triad talks if you're not you're missing out on a lot i don't know why you would unfollow us why you're not following us in the first place but 25th episode is going to be a special one so stay tuned for that and we'll see you guys next time
3: see you guys well, thanks see. for tuning in